Next on the tee in Season 2, Episode 4 of Grow the Grind. A pair of big-time All-Americans and Arnold Palmer Cup partners, the Duke Hoosier and Southpaw, Erica Shepard, and the Giga Maggie, who is pure Texan, Sam Bennett. We caught Sam and Erica after a match during a rain delay and jumped in a media room to record this episode. We battled through a storm, some power outages, but it was worth it. I would agree. It was worth it to me as well. We got to meet two great players and great kids. Sam is a special one. I, he's, a, he's as pure as it gets. I got a kick out of him. Uh, I hope it comes through in this podcast for sure. And afterwards, he came up to us and was kind of like, gosh, I really wish I had told everybody how hard I really did work and how much I put into it. And I said, Sam, don't worry. You ain't fooling anybody. We know how hard you work. Uh, since this particular podcast, we know Erica and Sam have gone off into their summer grind and they're just, they're just tearing it up. Erica's playing in a huge Symmetra Tour event today and I think we're actually going to catch up with her at the North and South Amateur coming up here in Pinehurst in about a week that we'll be covering. We're super excited to get out there and do that. We have some fun things planned and um, before that, obviously, we'd love for you to sit down and enjoy this podcast. we got a kick out of it. Erica is a true talent. I love the lefty swing. She just is confidence through and through. It comes through on air and it comes through on the course. We loved getting to meet both of these players. We wish them the best in their careers to come, and we're definitely going to keep track of them and try to follow them as we go throughout the rest of our time covering college and beyond on Grow the Grind. Episode 4 of Grow the Grind was one to remember, and I can't wait to catch up with Sam and Erica in a tournament down the road. We are here at the Arnold Palmer Cup sitting with two amazing golfers, multi-time All-American, two-time Arnold Palmer Cup participant, and Duke women's golf superstar, Erica Shepard. Yeah, that's right. And I got my guy, Sam Bennett, out of Texas A&M. This guy's an Arnold Palmer Cup member 2021, All-American Ping Team 2020, All-SEC Team. This kid's academic All-American. You roll it out there, baby. This guy does it all. Sam Bennett, Erica, thank you so much for thank joining so us much today. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having Happy us. I'm excited. Here. You guys are fresh off the course. Yes, sir. We're at Rich Harvest Farms. We're living the life here. You guys had the opening ceremonies last night. What was that like for you? Erica, what'd you think? Second time at it, right? Um, actually, this is my first time. Why is the bio say second time? I don't know. COVID? No. For real? Yeah, maybe my, my teammate, Gina Kim, she's been no, here two times. You. But, oh, well. Oh, well. Not well, the worst that, thing in the you world. You know what? It's... <laughs> It's cert- certainly going to be something that happens to you more than once. I can promise Hopefully, you that. Yeah. <laughs> so how how was that opening ceremony? It was awesome. Yeah, I've played um, like Junior Ryder Cup and Junior Solheim before, so it kind of gave me some flashbacks to those. And obviously, those were some really good memories that I had. And um, last night it was kind of cool, like looking over, seeing the cornfield and like the barn and the church in the background. Like that's kind of where I'm from, how I grew up. So that kind of felt yeah, really Indiana special. Indiana girl, who's yes, your pride? Yes, for sure. Red barn at the Rich Harvest Farms. Yeah, so that was awesome. Yeah, they gave you guys quite a bit of a, a display when you walked into that hotel room the first time, right? I mean, they just laid it out there for you. Mm-hmm. 25 polos, three oh sets gosh, of Nikes. Yeah. Was that not like one of the coolest coolest packages you've received or no? Because yeah, you've done a lot of great things. <laughs> All Nike too. That's like my favorite brand. I know he's adidas so i don't know how he felt about it but it was heaven for me <laughs> no i was like i was extremely happy to like see all the nike stuff because 
like I'm Adidas like at A&M but when I was like junior golf I was like I was a Nike rep so like I like I played their clubs and like wore their clothes. Yeah, and then, you miss them, don't you? Yeah, I miss them a lot. But then when like Nike, you play Nike ball. Yeah, I played the RZ and Platinum, and then they like you know they're, they they went ripped out your heart out. They went out of business, and then I was like, dang, I guess I got to go to Ping. But you know, Travis, my guy, he still he'll still hook me up every now and then. This is a great event. I I don't. Twenty five years they've been running this international team versus the United States team. And you're right in the heart of it right now. Came off the course after a rain delay. Um, you guys were moving the ball pretty good today, actually. I felt like you guys, I mean, you had like seven, eight birdies, didn't you guys? Yeah, we're, I think we're seven, seven combined uh, best ball. I mean, Erica was just piping her tight draw out there all day. And I made a few putts here and there. And then, you know, unfortunately, you know, they just – I don't know. They railed us, man. They just made they were, they were like eleven under in fifteen holes. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. At, at the rain delay, we were like, all right, we got this. We can turn around. Only two down, and then they come out birdie birdie, close the match. So, you know, you can't do much against yeah, that. I was but. feeling your energy too. I thought you guys were. You guys seemed like you had some good chemistry. So we're yeah. we're certainly going to enjoy our time sitting here with you, kind of reminiscing about your junior golf career, mm-hmm. talking a little bit about your college experience, talking specifically about what makes you great and and how you got here. Because you are, you're at the top. Yeah, you're at every. You, you, everybody's looking up. Okay, I don't. I'm sure you know that. I'm sure it's something you're used to. But um, there's a lot of people out there trying to trying to get there and figure out how to get there. So, anything that you can share with us throughout your journey would be certainly a learning point. I don't think you guys recognize how big of experts you really are in in this process to get to where, where you've where you've gotten in such a short short period of time. Playing at the schools that you're playing at, competing and traveling and seeing the world, like that's what we want to hear. Okay. Yeah. So we're just, we'll start here because we are here. But if there's anything throughout this that you just have to share, like I cannot believe I got to do this. Right. And, um, so let's start with you, Erica. Okay. Man, you won a 2017 USGA event. That was a big one, right? Yes. Junior girls, you won a four ball. Did you win a four ball? I did. What? I mean, <laughs> who'd you win that with? Megan Ferdinand. Your homie from Duke, yeah, right? Yeah. Were you guys hot? Did you guys catch a catch a hot streak or what was going on? Yeah, that whole week we just played some really good golf. It was our first time playing in a four ball together. It was only the second or third year that they had had the event. And so we hadn't played a lot of like four ball match play, um, but we just had a really good time and kind of dominated. Honestly, we were never down for more than like a few holes the whole week. So it was a good time. So you're used to this match play format, <laughs> right? You you play, uh, you yeah. win a lot, Sam. What happened today, dude? Dude, Sam I don't know. Dude, no, she. I didn't do much. <laughs> she she carried me for the most part, honestly. It was like half and half. First half, I had it. Second half, it was all you. Honestly. Yeah, I gotta tell yeah. you, Sam did tell me during the delay. He was like. I really like playing with Erica because yeah. she's a baller. Like I, I'm not necessarily used to seeing this type of talent. You know what? I got three girls. I mean, it's great to see a, a, a female athlete take it to a guy. And this is one of the few sports that that can have. Not that that's what was happening, but it certainly could. And you yeah. could see how she's got the game for that, right? Oh, yeah. She's got some game. And so how, how has your experience been with the four ball stuff and with the team play? Have you had a lot of experience like Erica's had that experience? Uh, no, I've never really played, uh, you know, many team aspects, you know, other than going back home and, you know, playing some matches with the, with the guys. But as far as like, you know, as like a actual like event, I've never, never been a part of one. 
Okay, first time. So tomorrow's going to be like lights out kind yeah. of day for you, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> the alternate shot's going to be a different format. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I'm Have excited. you ever done that? I've never done it. Uh-uh. Oh, wow. But, I mean, if we end up playing together tomorrow again, like, I think it'll be good in alternate shot because, like, we both just, like, pound fairways. And so – like, I wonder what the coaches will do on that matchup stuff. Yeah. Because you, now you have a little feel for each other. You have a better bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I know I played an alternate shot with my kid right here once. I – absolutely destroyed that entire round it was like i was i was like trying to jeopardize her existence as a golfer she'd hit a drive down the middle i'd shank one left and she'd have to like battle for me so there is that added pressure sometimes not that you'll feel it because you're all so good out here but it's a different kind of pressure when you're hitting a shot for your teammate have you felt that in, in ever for sure um i don't know where like in all these team events when you're playing for uh the united states you're always played with someone who's really good so you don't want to have a bad day and have them hitting shots that they've never put themselves in position to hit before. So, um, I have played with a guy with guys before an alternate shot. And sometimes, um, let's just say, I don't think you could do worse than the positions I've been in before. So <laughs> yeah, definitely no pressure. Spray it. I mean, they're long. Oh, they you will. You play with a dude today. His name was Hugo. Hugo was hitting it. I thought he was hitting it about 350 yards, but maybe I was wrong. He was cutting corners. He was hitting the top of trees and driving greens. You were right there with him though. So, Sam, you're pretty long off the tee, aren't you? No, I'm not long. This I, guy's modest. I, oh, no, you were keeping not, up with this 6'5", like 300. I don't, I don't think I'm long. I mean, I, I swing hard, and that's about it. For, I guess I guess compared to being 5'11", 140, I guess you could say I get it out there. <laughs> I think you do, too. Yeah. So, we'll start with you, Erica. You just finished your guys' round, and um, I'm curious if you guys could rank your round for us. And what could have been better? Uh, I'd say it was a 10 out of 10, if that's what kind of ranking you're looking for. But um, as far as being better, like we said, we played really good. I can't think of many shots out there that um, we were like, we should we should have got that. Um, I can think of maybe a few drives that didn't really fit my eye that um, I didn't hit how I wanted to, and that may have cost us a few. But other than that, um, I think that we really put our best out there and have a lot to – um, a lot of fire heading in tomorrow. So yeah. it was a good day. You were feeling similar? Yeah. I mean, Erica played great. She really did. And, dude, like, I was, like, so mad because, like, I was – there was a couple times where, like, there were, like, probably, like, three or four times I could recall where they were already, like, 10 to 20 feet. And, I mean, I was just sitting right in the fairway from 100, 110. And, Dude, I just kept on, like, juicing my wedge shots, just, like, pull and, like, going deep. And mm-hmm. so, like, my wedge play, like, usually that's, like, the strength of my game is, like, fairways and wedges. And my wedge play was just, like, not there yeah. at all. Yeah, but your game's been really good. In the regional, you finished second, correct? Yes, sir. And and had a really lights-out kind of day, one that should have got you to that natty this year. But, yeah. unfortunately, they only had one spot in Indy for you. Yeah. And uh, who was it? Uh, South Carolina kid. Yeah. Took that. And uh, if it weren't for that, you could have been out there competing with our boy Turk out of Clemson to try to take that take that title, right? Yeah, exactly. So your game is is modest modest at best. I think we're catching a humble guy next to us right for now. Sure. So it's okay. I mean, it's it. been it's been. I mean, this this spring I had three wins, so that was pretty. That's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Men's college golf. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. What's that Wagger situation looking like for you right uh, now? Fourteen. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This dude's fourteenth. And should be top 10 once, you know, Davis, Pack, and 
all those guys get out of the system because they're already playing their first tour tour event right now. You so. keep track of yours? Wow. Yeah, and I've never been that high. <laughs> so it wasn't there today. You're though. sneaky. You're sneaky. <laughs> sneaky. Yeah, yeah sneaky. Sneaky. Would you? I mean, just the humble and the, just the general. Maybe it's that Texas charm. He's got that draw. He's got that oh, feel. Yeah. That's you yeah, play that's a draw so. too? Or you uh, just talking to draw? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, when I'm playing good, I'll hit it both ways. But I don't know. I guess my name just, like, gets, like, overlooked, you know, because it's not, you know, go to don't go to a powerhouse, you know, golf school like Texas, Oklahoma State, Arizona State. You know, it's just like you have, you know, your Cootie, your Thompson, your Pack, all those that you just hear about in college golf. And, you know, I feel like I've always been one of those guys that's kind of, just kind of been there and get overlooked, never got any, you know, recognition to some things. And, like, I was looking on, not to, like, put anybody shame, but I was looking at the uh, Fred Haskins watch list, and, like, there's, like, 15 guys on there, and I wasn't even on the watch list. Hmm. It's like, this is ridiculous. After winning three times in a top five this spring, I was like, there's, some, there's like, multiple guys that they – I read all their resumes, and – like only thing on the resume was like three top tens. I was like, "What?" Well, we met a guy named a, Will Troy. He's a IS or yeah, he's an ISU player. Okay, Illinois State University. Okay. And I showed him the list. He was over at Bolingbroke. We got a great practice facility out there in Bolingbroke. Short game yeah. stuff's really good. I said, "What do you think about this list? Who should I talk to?" I said, "Highlight some names for me. Your name first. Mm-hmm. So to be clear, people who know, yeah, they know." Okay, and everybody knows some of that stuff. I mean, who, yeah, you, know, you don't know. It, how mean, that, I mean, dude, it really college, is. college golf's it's it's so political. And you're it here, is. and you're one of twelve here right yeah. now. So I don't know how deep that list needed to be for your name to get on it. <laughs> yeah. But I gotta tell you, it's probably irrelevant. Dude. Yeah, you know. And Erica, uh, you are on every list, right? <laughs> and you're a lefty, so we got to stay. Very few. Yeah. I told Allie, right? I was like, finally, yeah, lefty. See, yeah. Because I play lefty. All right, hack it around lefty. Yeah. And uh, I saw your boy Trent was out there pushing that left-handed driver oh, yeah. around, so you should try to get in his bag a little bit too. Um, <laughs> and what we do want to kind of focus a little bit on the round still and talk about uh, a few other things that, that are specific to this tournament before we jump into your practice routines and that other stuff. So, I want to know about how, how much of an honor it is to be representing U.S. in the Arnold Palmer Cup. I'll go ahead. Um, like I said before, this I've been lucky enough that this has been kind of like a multiple time thing for me, and just every time, um, it doesn't it doesn't get any less special. Just to wear the red, white, and blue and to be represent, representing your country. Um, and I know one of my long term goals is to play in the Olympics, um, play golf in the Olympics. So this is just means everything to me. Um, mm-hmm. And Arnold Palmer, who he was, and the legacy that he left, and the example that. Um, we try to follow. I think that that's just something so cool that they're putting on this cup for the men and women to get to play together. And it's just an awesome week and something so special to be a part of. You're a don't mess with Texas guy. You got a lot of pride in this country. Yeah, a lot of pride. And, you know, know, it really is a true honor to be able to represent, you know, our country in this event, you know, especially from, you know, growing up in a town of, you know, 3,000 people. And I grew up on a nine-hole golf course, which was – I mean, it was it was awful, but it, I mean, it was it was a hell of a time out there. But to be able to represent in this country and you know play with you know the best best men and women in college golf is it really is an honor. And you know, anytime your your name's associated with Honor Palmer, it's a 
it's a pretty big time deal. Big, big. So, Erica, mm-hmm. how did you guys, well, both of you, but Erica, how did you get to this level? Um, it's been it's been a journey for sure. Um, I can think of, I feel like I've had multiple phases that have been very different. Uh, I would consider myself a very different person than I was a year ago and especially like mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Um, so it's all just been a learning process. And I think just um, me getting to college is probably when I had my biggest breakthrough moment. Um, so just making that decision to go to Duke and um, to to just take my game to another level and be open-minded to changing um, how I do things. I think that was uh, played a big role in how I got to this specific spot. What about you, Sam? Uh, it's been a long journey for me. I, I was telling Erica the other day, like, I don't really consider myself the so-called normal golfer, if that makes sense. Like, going to a small town, being a, you know, in high school I played tennis, basketball, baseball, and golf, and growing up on a nine-hole golf course, you know, we had, me and my buddies, like, you know, never had a swing coach, like, never had any of that. We'd just go out there and go to my nine-hole course and play in flip-flops and, uh, you know, like t-shirts and just have like a 30 rack, just like on the cart, just like drinking beer. So it was like, it was like really fun. But, you know, then I got to a point like freshman year, probably eighth grade where I was like, okay, like this can, you know, I can probably do something with this sport. So and then I started playing, you know, AJGA tournaments and all that. And I was like, okay, like, I guess this is good, good enough or whatever. Wait, what, what came first, the the thirty rack or the eighth grade? Oh no, the, <laughs> I missed the, the eighth grade. Order of that. Yeah, the, no, the the eighth grade was obviously first. <laughs> I wasn't the, sure when the golf yeah, cart rental happened. No, in the, in the... but we'd have a great time out there. But uh, honestly, like, I don't know. Dude, I'm so lost. No, I, I'm honestly, so lost. no, you're not. Because I uh, think what's cool about what you're saying is. There's a hundred different ways to get to where you are. Yeah, there is. There's a hundred different ways. And your path playing nine hole golf and flip flops with your boys. Yeah. There's an interesting like pattern in these interviews where that passion and that like switch, that light switch got flipped because of how much fun you were having. How much you enjoyed the game and how much you wanted to spend time out there. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like how much you make perfect sense to me. I mean you really do. Like I'm not like I'm not one of those guys, like even my coach back uh coach back at A and M knows like I don't really practice that much, but you know, I'll go out there and I'll play thirty six holes a day. Because, like, I don't know what to, like, work on because I don't, like, work on my swing, nothing. It's just, like, all feel. So, but I just mainly just got to got to the point where I was just, you know, playing at least – I play at least 18 holes a day, you know, still. And just uh, – Does that just do rock that. your mind a little bit? Wow. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's like I don't understand how this kid's sitting here. He's at that uh, level because mm-hmm. that's not your path. Um, not at all, but Sam, I love it because he reminds me so much of my brother who I've always been so frustrated with growing up because I'd be out there grinding for like 12 hours and he'd just like play nine holes with his buddies and like go to the pool and beat me every single time. So I super laid back and humble, just like Sam. How many girls have you come across that have that story though? None. None. Is it a guy thing? It must be. I think it... You're just know. that dumb, I think. I think it's I just think a small. That. I think it's just a small town thing. You think so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's smart. Actually, that's kind of what I've grown into be, and I've realized that it works pretty well. Yeah. You play more. <laughs> I play. I just do everything less. Do you? 
all less. Less yeah. is more. When did that happen? Um, that can't be the, the advice to people that have nine-year-olds, though, is mm-hmm. it? I think it personally, yes. I think that kind of parents and um, everyone in general now think that you just got to all golf, like golf all the time. And personally, I played basketball growing up mm-hmm. until I was a sophomore in high school. Um, but yeah, now but I just... But you were golfing six hours a day. Um, only a, only about half the year, not even half the year, yeah, because we're all from winter, where we're from. winter, I would take the whole time off. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, but I think now when you get to a certain point, less is definitely more. Yeah, I totally agree. Cause like, I mean, I have multiple friends and, uh, you know, teammates that, you know, they just, that I've seen over the years were like, they're golf, you know, golf, golf, golf. That's all they knew. That's all they spoke. That's all they did. And then they just, you know, got burned out or from it or were going like driving themselves crazy. And, you know, I think it's very important to have a, you know, equal mix and, you know, your hobbies and what you want to do and, you know, still be able to, you know, be the golfer you want to be. But, um, you know, I mean, I really believe in, you know, you know, taking some time off or, mm-hmm. you know, doing some other things, whether it's, you know, having fun or picking up a different hobby and, you know, not just working your ass off, you know, every day. Cause I mean, you can drive yourself crazy doing that. Yeah. I think That's balance is what we're saying. Yeah. Balance is key for sure. What I want to know is can there be balance and can you end up at Duke? Yes. yes, I would say comparative to every other girl in junior golf, I probably had the most balance. Um, and I think that that has given me an advantage um, for a long time. And I think that if I, as I've grown, I've learned to appreciate that and prioritize that more and more. Um, but to your question, yes, I the one thing that I would recommend to like parents who um, have kids like getting in golf who really want them to be golf superstars is have them in other sports or have them doing something else. If it's not other sports, have them like, I got really passionate about like fitness, working out stuff. And so that can benefit golf, but at the same time, get you away from golf, um, which is definitely good. Yeah. I, I would imagine there are moments I would expect at least that you pinch yourself once in a while, knowing where you are. Mm -hmm. Um, there are thousands, countless thousands, every girl I think would probably say Stanford or Duke as like that first initial, I'm going to play golf at, (laughs) you know, finish this sentence. For sure. Uh, I don't know where A&M fits in, in in the men's scene. Uh, football. I'm going to play football at (laughs) A&M. So that's kind of that, but still where you are is it's, it's special, but at Duke for you, are there moments where you walk around that campus or you put on that, that polo and you get ready to tee it up with the head covers that they're handing you and the gear mm-hmm. and the, and that tight knit group. And you've got these teammates like Gina and Meg that are just exceptional. You know, you're going to compete for a national championship. Mm-hmm. Do you ever just like wake up and be like, how am I in this mix? Like, is it just for a dream sure. for you? Yeah. I'm actually like a really emotional per- person. So there's been many times uh, throughout the past years where I just, like literally just cry because I just feel so lucky. I mean, I have a picture on my phone growing up of me in like a Duke cheerleader outfit. Um, I mean, I've been, I wanted to go to Duke to play golf my entire life. And um, I've known coach Brooks, the coach at Duke for my entire life. And so just that it's all happening. um, Like it's, I don't know how or why it happened to me, but I just feel super lucky to be in that position. And how did you first meet coach Brooks? Um, so we had a family friend, Leanne Harden. She she won a girls' junior. Um, she played golf at Duke. She's from Indiana. 
and we're super close family friends with them. I was named after her, and um, so I got to know Coach Brooks. I mean, I was a baby. I have a picture of him holding me when I was two years old. Um, so we knew him just through Leanne, and um, my parents would go watch Leanne compete for Duke, compete in LPGA events, and so they knew Coach Brooks, and um, so yeah, I guess it was all meant to be. Was it meant to be, or was that path laid out for you, and you knew the roadmap to get there, and then you executed it? Um, I actually got to there in a very different route than Leanne did. Um, personally, just like how we were raised a little bit, um, my priorities I think that she she definitely had her own path, which was great, and I kind of did my own thing, but we ended up in the same place. Um, but that pressure was definitely there the whole time I was playing junior golf, and I might have committed more, this is where I'm supposed to go, um, not really where I know I need to be, but now I know that this is where I'm totally supposed to be, um, and it just totally fits me, who I am, and where I want to go. And you're going. You love where you're at? Oh, I love it. I was just about to touch on what she said. And, um, you know, I I know Erica is too, but I'm just so fortunate to, you know, be able to play golf at such high level because, I mean, like we – the way we get treated and, like, what we're able to do, like, on a daily basis is just, like, unbelievable. Like, for example, like I could have literally came to A&M, like moved into my apartment and not had one piece of clothing – I mean, they supplied me with underwear, socks, like, I mean, literally everything. And then also, like, just the places we get to travel around the world and play golf. I mean, every golf course is, you know, high end. And we start off our spring season going to Hawaii and then Cabo. So you can't, you can't beat that. Right. And then, you know, just I'm, I'm just extremely fortunate to, you know, be able to, like, do what I'd love to do and, you know, be around my best friends on the team. It's it's really a dream come true. So um, how has some of your college experience lived up to your expectations? So that's kind of what you're talking about, Sam. Yeah. So for you, Erica, mm-hmm. is it more than what you had hoped it would be, or is it exactly how you dreamed? Um, it's definitely more, because I think that when I was dreaming about it, I was just dreaming about the golf, winning national championship with Duke, playing for Coach Brooks, but... Now that I'm here, it's definitely more just through like the relationships that I'm making, the friends that I've made, um, so the support staff that we have at Duke, um, the places I get to live at Duke, just like how we get treated, like he said. Um, it's just way more than just putting on that Duke uniform. You know, Coach Shire, Coach Shire's a local guy. He's a, he's a, heard, he's a yeah. GBN guy. Yeah, I've heard. That's At awesome. some point when I moved to Pinehurst and lived there and just go walk Piners 2 every night. I'm going to try to be a professional rebounder for Coach Shire. I'm sure he needs something like that, you know? Yeah. That's a pretty cool transition. I don't know how you can take over for Coach K, but that Mm -hmm. news just popped recently, and it's kind of cool for me seeing a Midwest guy go out there and do what he did and try to fill those shoes. That is not going to be an easy situation for him. you have any experience with that men's basketball team? you guys get out there and watch (laughs) some of those games? Uh, Last year we got out there. I went to every game that we were home for. Um, this year, obviously, no fans. So I think next year will be super fun to You're be a part of. you in that crazy of, situation? Yes, yeah. the whole last year soaking it in. And that's what Coach football K. is like for you, right? Yeah, football, is, it's, the atmosphere is crazy. You the know, tailgate scene's insane. The ta- yeah, tailgate scenes. You know, it, it sucked this year because it was we only had 25% capacity and they, we couldn't tailgate. So, I mean, it, it was still fun going, but it wasn't the same. Having 120,000 people in Calfield and, you know, more – more than that outside the stadium. Well, let me cool. tell you how solid Sam is mentally, okay? We just had a power outage in here. 
We had six <laughs> flashing lights. He, he's looking around. He doesn't even know the lights just turned out. No. <laughs> yeah, he does. We, nah, got, oh, we got more weather coming in, but that's okay because we're secluded and we're away from the madness. Um, we do want to talk, even though we don't have a ton of time, we want to talk about you guys are making it out as if you didn't practice and you didn't grind. Mm-hmm. And this is called Grow the Grind for a reason because we do uh, want people to understand that it is okay to work hard at something, you know, and it, it is difficult. And But that process is something that will be worth it in the end. So when you think right. about uh, about your growth as a, as a player and being out there working on your game. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will touch on that because as a 12-year-old summer day in Indiana, I was your grinder. Um, for example, I would always like there was a week week straight where i would get up at 5 a.m be there when the sunrise be out there till dark and what happened is and why i can't really say like that's the way to do it is because my body um it was bad i got to my first u.s open when i was 14 after i was doing those like 13 hour days and i had a rib out of place because my back was just shot like your body can only do so much and so i think that it's important to listen to your body um, definitely grind, get after it, but there are, your body does have limits and you're the only one that, um, knows what your body is capable of. Uh, so I think just definitely listening to that. And that's one thing that I wish that I could kind of go back and redo. Um, yeah, I would definitely support the grind. You support yeah. the grind, but just don't blow out your back. No, yeah. I, Be smart, yeah. I, I also support the grind. Like I said some stuff earlier, but like literally when I was six through probably 14, I would, you know, walk to my parents were working and I'd be at the house and I'd, I lived like a mile away from my nine hole course. And I mean, I was out there from eight to eight, you know, taking breaks, whether it's eating or going to the pool, but I was definitely at the course all day. You had to. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all, that's all, that's all I did, honestly. It, it really is. Did you guys ever play just at Worlds? Off. Did you ever go to Pinehurst and do the U.S. Kids deal or were you guys just passed all I that so not. early? I did. That was like AAU basketball time. I yeah. Think. Oh, you were hooping. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm from Indiana. I got a hoop. Yeah. Allie's hooping. <laughs> what are some drills you guys do to help you get better and took you to that next level? Uh, I'll go first on that because it helped me a lot this, uh, this year. I've always been a, uh, Freshman and sophomore year in college, I've always, you know, I've always been a good, really good ball ball striker, and my putting was just the why I wasn't winning, why I was just getting, you know, some top tens and top twenties here and there. But then I got this, uh, it's this, uh, this this year I started working with this uh, Dave Pell's putting tool, and uh, it's what just like it? it's just like this like thing you set down, and it has like two dots on like the end of it and you just like hit it through the gate it's just like getting the ball started on the right line and that has like helped me tremendously got any gadgets you like um for putting this is the first year i've had the putting coach and it's completely changed my game um but one thing he gave me was this vizio putting mat i'm sure you all have heard about it um it has like the arc and you set the t's in it so definitely just like gets the ball started online and kind of helps me visualize like the uh, path that I So you weren't have. snapping lines on the putting green when you were little, get it online. Oh yeah, for sure. You were doing all of that, right? Yeah. But looking, my putting definitely held me back um, in college and like late junior golf. So I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about the chalk line in particular, but I think that this, um, the mat kind of allows for that natural arc, which is something I definitely have. Um, so I would highly recommend that. Yeah. And then wedges, um, I always do. You can look up like the tour averages of how many they get up and down, like convert. 
Um, and so from a hundred, from like thirty to a hundred and ten is usually what I would do. And so I would set tees like around the hole, and then make myself like get that many out of ten inside of like however many feet from a certain yardage. So I know from like I think seventy yards, I would do ten feet circle. Um, but yeah, I would grind on that as a kid and just made sure that I completely knew my yardages. You I know shag, that you shag your own balls and run up there and run back. I would yards. I actually had this drill. This is how I messed up my back. It was called suicide wedges. I created it. And it was, if I didn't get that certain number inside my circle, I had to run up and keep on doing it until I got it. She was nuts. Dang. I was yeah, so was. nuts. Yeah. He probably, no, I agree. <laughs> he might not want to play. With <laughs> I agree with Erica though. Like, I mean, freaking wedges like wedges are important wedging mm-hmm. like if you can wedge it good and putt and get putt it good you're gonna be good let's that's talk about what, your wedge work then let's get yeah, into that wedge because, work. Mm-hmm. so the other day ali had 60 to 70 what did you have 60 to I had 70 60 to 70 yards like every single oh, yeah. hole you should get used practice. to it yeah <laughs> and didn't love it right no because that's we work more chipping and we haven't been working 70 yards and 80 yards and it's just when you don't do that, it's difficult. I mean, she's in between on 58, 54, three-quarter swing, full swing, which one, which is a better choice, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't – so you have a dial. You have it totally dialed in. You guys know exactly. Yeah. So, like, what I like to do is uh, – Dustin – I actually got it from, like, Dustin Johnson uh, on Trackman. I, you know, set it up on the range and – I set it up on the range because I don't want to go pick up my own balls. I'm not like Erica. <laughs> but I set it up on the range, and I would say I'm trying to hit a 70-yard shot. I'll try to hit that 70-yard shot. Then as it's you know in the air, right when I hit it, I'll be like 73 or 67. I'll like guess it in the air. But like then I'll go to 80 yards or 75 and hit it and then guess what it is. So off the contact, you off the contact, you I'll, feel like you know your your flat carry. Yeah, I'll, I'll know. Carry, I'll right? know if I hit it, you know, juice it a little bit or don't hit it quite hard enough. Are you on but, that? Hmm. Do you have that? Yeah, I actually do it. I kind of converted my game that I did as a kid into TrackMan to make it more compatible, like in college and other places that I go. And that's definitely fun to like as soon as you hit it, like yeah. when you get to this point, you kind of just know. Yeah, there's something cool. That you just got some night golf in you. You ever play in the? Dark? Oh yeah, heck yeah, with the glow sticks and the ball. And you don't even need it. I bet you don't even need it. Well, True, like we you just can know it, where it goes. Because you know. You oh yeah. <laughs> Have you ever just gone out there and tried to play three or four pitch black? Oh just... dude, me and my buddies, we'd always go out. We'd we'd you know hop the fence and go out there and. We'd just tee off and then hit it, and then we'd walk up to our balls and have our phone flashlights, and we'd play nine holes multiple times at, like, midnight a couple times. That's what it's all about. Yeah. That's good stuff. We um we know that you guys probably need to be somewhere, and as much as we'd like to sit with you for another hour and a half and do this, I'd imagine that there's some obligation. We are hiding in it. Now it is a completely pitch black room. It is. Everyone's uh, coming in. I think people are coming in because there's a monsoon coming, and I think you probably want to check in with your teammates, so... Um, down the road someday maybe we'll meet again mm-hmm. uh, get out to school come watch you guys play get out to do come watch you guys play and then we can uh, awesome. maybe take a little more time and script this out because this was this was on the cuff we really didn't know yeah. who we were going to get but I, I will really promise you this it. they gave me the t-sheet and I said those are the two yeah. so we did want both of you and we're really we happy that we made it made it happen today Sweet. Yeah, well, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Joining us. Yeah, play well tomorrow, okay? Thank, thank you. you. And always remember, golf is great, but the grind makes it greater. Let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs>